0: Alright, so we are now live. Ladies and gentlemen, you dorks and other flowers out there. I know I was supposed to go live at 7.15pm. I know right now it's 732 as I'm doing this live, as I'm also recording at the same time. This is another installment of Around the Point. Some people call it Around the Point, but it's Around the Point, however you want to call it. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, dorks and mother flowers. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. It is, if my phone tells me correctly right now, it is February 9th, 2020, a couple days away from Valentine's Day. I know a lot of you out there who are going to be going out of your way to taking your shorties out, right? Going out with your girlfriends, if your ladies out there, going out with your boyfriend, your husband, your wives, right? That special dinner, right? That special dinner. Sh- wine, champagne, three-course meals, the appetizer, the entree, the dessert, right? Try to get your freaks up. But you know who are the real MVPs of Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen? It's the hotel maids. The hotel maids on February 15th. that got to clean up the sheets from all the babies that y'all made that day. That's why sometimes... I'm blessed that I'm single. I'm blessed that I'm single on on Valentine's Day. I don't gotta spend no money on no bitch. Don't mean to be. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just don't know you ladies like that. I don't gotta drop no money. You feel what I'm saying? However, speaking of Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen, dorks from all the flowers out there, I will be dropping a cooking video on Valentine's Day that I guarantee a lot of you are gonna love. Magic. When I cook stuff, it's magic. All right. But I hope all of you are having a wonderful Sunday, a wonderful weekend, what have you, whatever it is that you're doing, if you will. As always, dorks, I am Steve. That's right, it's me, Steve, back at it again. Thank you all for tuning in. If you are new to the channel, hit that subscribe button down below. You can listen to Around the Point, obviously here on here on YouTube.com, on my YouTube channel, Heel Steven, right? You can also check out the podcast, on our numerous podcasting platforms that we're available on. Apple Podcast. If you are listening to the show on our Apple Podcast, please drop that five-star review. Give us the review as well while you're at it. And leave a positive feedback, whatever you like. Also, we're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcast, the home that is Anchor. Also over at Spotify. But we're also, in case you guys don't know, Around the Point is also available over at OKFabe.com. So, if you want to listen to the show there, also, again, okfabe.com, aka hosted owned by OKFabe okay Connor, the host of the Random Wrestling Podcast, which will be dropping later on today at 9 p.m. over on Fight TV. So, make sure you go show Connor some love later on on Fight TV. All right. Before I go any further, I want to take a little sip of this Game Fuel. That's right, Game Fuel. This podcast being brought to you by Game Fuel. I wish, holy crap, I fucking wish, no cap, I drink this a lot, I really, really do, I even posted out a tweet yesterday, like, yo, Game Fuel, sponsor me, that's all I could ask, if you guys want to help out, if you go on my tweet, it's on my Twitter, show some love, let them know, yo, sponsor Heal Steven sponsored i'm just saying i listen there's so much to get into this week there's so much to get into i hope all of you are again just sit tight strap on that seatbelt, um smoke a blunt if you are smoke a fucking blunt all right and i got so much to get into today there's talks of new signings of of killer cross and timothy thatcher there's ta- there's talks of Apparently, Triple H in this mission that he has to sign Kazuchika Okada over to NXT. There's talks of the network going through some changes as well. Coming out of the uh, fourth quarter um, annual meeting, Mabob, if you will. There's talks of a Sweet Saudi Money 5. Oh, shit, baby. We're just trying to stay alive. And so many other stuff. So, again, guys, spread the word. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at HeelSteven. Use that hashtag that you see on the screen there. Hashtag at point, And a lot of fun stuff. Also, guys, by the way, I didn't mention this, but I'm mentioning it now. I do have a Facebook page, right? As you see there on the little overlay, it's at it's the HeelSteven page. Basically, just if, you, if, you go on, if you go on Facebook, just type in HeelSteven. You'll see me there. You will see me there, people. I'm just saying. All right? So there's that. And if you guys want, if you all want, okay? I'll be answering questions too, because why the fuck would I not here on this beautiful Sunday? And again, usually, around the point is a recorded show. It's recorded, usually. However, because of my work schedule today, I wasn't able to record a show like I usually like I usually would in the morning. Hence why this show was live. Now, I know a lot of you probably are saying to yourselves, Oh, Steve, will this show be live going forward? I don't know. I, honestly... I just don't know, honestly. It's up in the air. We'll see how this goes and shit like that. All right? Where do I even begin to talk about? Also, by the way, guys, I'll be talking about the big controversy from last night. UFC 247, Jon Jones, and Dominic Reyes. Um, so there's that, too. Um. So, again, there's so much to get into on that as well. Uh, the big controversy. People are People are so mad about last night's result which I'll get into as well in a bit. But usually what I do, okay, I'm as a podcaster as well. I come on YouTube. want to check if the audio is working properly. I want to make sure. Yeah, It's working. It's working, guys. It is working. Awesome. Awesome sauce. Awesome fucking sauce. Also, by the way, I know I'm prolonging this shit, but we're going to get to this shit. All right, bear with me, okay? If you want to show the show some love as well, the Streamlabs is enabled. That's right. The Streamlabs is enabled. If want to leave a donation of your choice, head over there. Show some love and all that fun stuff, and your message will be read on the air. Um, and listen, I know, again, I'm prolonging shit right now. No cap, I am prolonging shit. But I want to let you guys know that starting, hopefully, in the upcoming weeks, there will be an intro to the podcast as well, an intro. I've been in talk with awesome people, and an intro will be done on the show. So tune in for that as well. Again, a lot of things are happening here in 2020 with Around the Point. And I'm not fucking around, people. I am not fucking around. I'm telling you right now. I'm grabbing. People said I slipped off. You know what, though? I needed that. I fucking needed that shit, people. fucking needed that shit. God damn, y'all. I don't know what it is, but The game fuel, man. The marijuana. I'm just saying. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Let's get into the topics, if you will. Because why the fuck would we not, okay? Why the fuck would we not get into the wrestling topics here on Around the Point? Okay? So... Let's start things off with apparently Triple H. Triple H, as you guys know, he runs NXT, he's the CEO of WWE, and there've been this talk, apparently, that he is in this personal mission. He's been in this personal mis- personal mission to sign former IWGP world heavyweight champion, the one they call the Rainmaker. That's right, the Rainmaker. Okada. Kasuchika Okada. Over to NXT. He's he's, he's desperate to get this man signed. He wants this guy signed. Not only him, but also William Regal, apparently. And Regal also is, you know, working with NXT as the general manager on television. But they want to sign Okada. Right? Apparently, Okada, Triple H is a big fan of Okada. And he's showing his matches to other people. So I'm pretty sure that Triple H has been showing to people at NXT, the Performance Center, probably to Matt Bloom... Probably to Shawn Michaels, the numerous Okada Kenny Omega matches, the numerous Okada versus Hiroshi Tanahashi matches. I'm pretty sure he is. He's just wanting to sign this guy so fucking badly. That's the that's the word going around. Apparently. He needs again, that's his fucking mission. Now keep this in mind, right? We don't even know, we don't know, okay, the length. That Okada's current contract is with New Japan Pro Wrestling. We don't know. Okay. He was making over 2 million dollars a year. In 2016. And I'm pretty sure obviously. Okay. As years have progressed since then. That number has gone even higher. Let's be real about it. Okada. You know. He is the face of New Japan. Like it or not. I know at times we joke around here. Oh Okada Reigns right. He's Okada fucking Reigns. But. He is the face of that company. I know Tanahashi is the ace, but Okada is that face of the company. He's the, the, the big guy, if you will. The big man on campus. So, think about that for a second. If you're New Japan, you have him good right now. You got Okada by the balls right now. Right? And, he's not even, and you think about it, right? How old is Okada? He's not, I'm pretty sure he's not even in his prime yet. I want to make I want to make sure about this, alright? Katsuchika Okada... I'm I'm curious about his age right now. He has to be probably entering... He's 32 years old. He is 32 years old right now. He's making a shitload of money in New Japan. He's living well. Right? He's the face of that company. So my question is, again, listen, as a fan of wrestling, it would be awesome, yes, to, to sit here and say, Oh, yes, I'm all for Triple H doing this good for okada to come over to wwe nxt however the fuck you want to whatever the fuck you want to call it awesome awesome sauce but let's be real about it let's, let's just keep it 100 okay let's keep it 100 i know for a fact that this happens a lot of you dorks on the internet i'm gonna pretend i'm gonna fucking pretend that all of a sudden you've been this long time okada fan because i see all the fucking time when i go on twitter when i go on so any other social media platform or when i go on these these wrestling facebook pages right Quote, unquote, Solomon Monster. But I love Solomon Monster. He's the man. All right. When I go on these pages, when I go on Twitter and all that shit, whenever the news comes out of, oh, WWE signs his major name, right? Oh, my God. I've been a fan of this person my whole entire life. Oh, my God. He's such good, amazing talent. He's he's the best, but they can't tell you a match of Okada. Other than the Kenny Omega match. And, oh, my God. And don't get me started on, on Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher. Because I guarantee you, when that news came out, bruh, my man, the internet broke crazy. Oh my God, Killer Cross coming to WWE finally. Good. At the same time, all of Thatcher's up. But at the same time, if we keep a 100, these are the same people, there's the same people as well that will go on social media and have the audacity, the fucking nerve to tell the wrestlers where to go. Oh, don't go there, go to AEW. Don't go here, go there. Bad decision, man. And shit like that. But back to Okada. Back to Okada. If you're Okada right now, again, I said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. He is the face of that company of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Why the fuck would he even go to WWE right now? Granted, it'll be cool to see, but let's think about this too. I think some people are looking or are putting the blind eye on this one. C- can you tell me WWE's track record with Japanese talent? Can you tell me a talent that's oh my god, excelled and went out there and been a, a world champion if you will or been pushed to the to the main spot. Yeah, there's been moments here and there. Look at remember hideo atami remember kenta right they thought kenta was gonna be the fucking man in wwe granted he got hurt granted he got hurt he got injured right and then he got put to the Cylon 205 live cruiserweight division that was a, that was his ceiling and then he requested his release right now he's tearing it up in new japan part of the bullet club shinsuke nakamura when he came to nxc everyone lost their shit Myself included, I was there. I was there in Dallas, Texas. Myself, okay, Fabe, Matt from In the Robe Show. We were there take over take over Dallas. Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. We lost our shit. That was the match at WrestleMania weekend. I even said it then, after that match, I could have gone home. I was I was good. I was good. Right? Tears up at NXT. Granted, people were kind of like, why is he going to NXT, this and that? Right. He goes to the main roster. Yeah, he faces Gender My Balls at SummerSlam. Has that feud with him. Wins the Rumble, right? Faces AJ. Doesn't win the championship. Their match from Wrestle Kingdom ten wasn't even match at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, he won the Intercontinental Championship, but where is he at now? What did he do with that Intercontinental? He didn't do shit with it. He didn't do shit. And at the same time, I'll say this too: Nakamura been lazy with his shit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. He's just getting the bag. <laughs> just get in the fucking bag, uh, Kairi Sane, Asuka, uh, Yoshitatsu, that list goes on, okay, the list goes fuck, and what makes me think that it'll be different with Okada, think about that, so my advice would be this, my advice would be this, honestly, if I'm Okada, if I'm Okada Kasuchika, that's what they call him in New Japan, right? That fucking Japanese hype man. Right? After, during every New Japan show, right? You get the hype guy just hyping up the matches and shit. And they'll call him Okada Kasuchika. Love that shit, bruh. Fucking love that shit, motherfucker. Gotta take a little sip of this real quick. So I am just saying, bruh. To me, if you're Okada right now, stay in New Japan. Stay in New Japan, bruh. Think about this too, and I'm going to get to this topic right now too, because fuck it. I'm going to knock out two bitches in one stone, all right, while we're at it. On August today, it was New Beginning in Osaka. Now, I didn't watch the entire show. I'm in the process of watching it as we speak as well later on today. I did hear the news that New Japan is coming back to America. That's right, people. They are coming back to America On August 22nd to New York City, Madison Square Garden for Wrestling, Wrestle Dynasty. That's the name of the event. It's going to be on the same night as TakeOver, SummerSlam weekend. While WWE is in Boston, right, for SummerSlam weekend, New Japan is coming to New York. Now, people have been asking, hey, you know... Would there be another wrestling promotion to have a show inside of MSG? Now, granted, Ring of Honor had it with New Japan. It was a partner show. We all know how good that show was from the New Japan portion at G1 Supercard. I was there WrestleMania weekend last year. The New Japan portion delivered. The Ring of Honor portion just shit the bed, right? Now, New Japan is coming by themselves, not linked with Ring of Honor, even though... Marty Scurll is that link, I guess, right? That connects Ring of Honor and New Japan. He's the link that connects also the NWA with Ring of Honor as well. So there's that link. There's that connection in a way. So maybe we'll have some Ring of Honor stars over at at Wrestle Dynasty. Who the fuck knows? But the point of the matter is, New Japan is coming to New York City. SummerSlam weekend. Now, I'm likely... To not attend this show. I don't know yet. Because my plan is to go to Boston for SummerSlam weekend. That's my plan. That's the current plan for myself and Walter. As we speak, things can change. Who the fuck knows? Now, if things do change, I might end up going to this. But I think, again, the idea of them coming to New York SummerSlam weekend when WWE isn't around. It's a win. I think they'll do good. And, I'll, and don't be surprised if Okada is headline because he will be headlining that show. Why would you not have Okada headline that show? He headlined the last time. Last time he closed MSG, winning the IWGP title from Switchblade J White. That's why right, I'm I'm calling him now Switchblade J White. No more fuckboy J White. J White grew on me. Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. I warmed up to the guy. So from going forward, he is no longer fuckboy J White. Just saying that right now. Read in the comments here. Read some comments by the way, guys. Again, if you guys have comments, feel free to show some love, okay? uh Middle School Rainmaker, what's up? What's up? Jurgen Ray, how you doing, brother? How are you, man? Jurgen Muyet, how you doing? Um Okada has more has more better matches than every anybody in WWE. Absolutely. Uh Michael Smith, the reporter trying to sign up is likely false. Ring sign reported it, right? No, actually, it was another site. Um, it was apparently from another website, apparently. Uh, but can Okada see why why kids love Simito's Crunch? Corbin, I have no fucking clue. I really like Okada, too. He won the World Cup Tournament of... He, he, um, I, I, okay, blah, 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 I really like Okada, too. He won the World Cup Tournament New Japan. I'm pretty sure you mean the New Japan Cup. I think he has before in the G1, too. Vince will make him into a joke. Uh, Shock the system by uh, Les Shino, Chauncey Bullock. Jesus Christ, even did you chug a four-pack of Red Bull, snort a line of Coke or something before going live? I smoked some weed, Corvin, and I'm drinking this Game Fuel as well. Again, guys, I'm trying to get sponsored by Game Fuel, man. So, again, yeah, I can go tweet them out. I posted a tweet out yesterday. Let's get it happening, you I want to get sponsored by Game Fuel, people. I'm telling you. If I can recommend a new flavor, Passion Fruit. Why the fuck not, right? <sighs> Steven, did he get offered a WWE contract for the first time? I think he did. I think a while ago he did get offered a deal and he turned it down. Uh, I just, I just said it, Corbin. They're, they are, not so good right now. Their track record. Okada rejected the first contract by WWE. Okay, with the first offer, I think Okada rejected his first contract because he he feels WWE is gonna take him, gonna make him a joke. I mean, we'll see. I mean, honestly. Uh, Exactly, look what Vince has done with other Japanese talent. It's insane. It's, it's fucking insane. Okay? Point of the matter is, I don't see it happening. If it does happen, I'll be in shock. But if it does happen, see what I did there? <whistles> Hypothetically speaking, of course. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be like, Oh my god, I've been a fan of this in my entire life! Okay. That's typical IWC bullshit. Just saying. Okay? Just fucking saying. This is Around the Point. I am Steve. I'm a little stoned. Drinking this game fuel. You know what I'm saying? It's Sunday, February 9th, 2020. Valentine's Day Day is a couple days away. I will be doing a cooking video for Valentine's. So for all you people out there that are single, you want to wow some girl, I don't know, but want to make the panties drop, want to make her squirt, I got you. I got you, bro. I got you. All right? i going to love the video I'm going to make. It's going to be fucking banging. Just saying that right now. Okay? I start recording Tuesday, but it'll be dropped Valentine's Day. All right? Just saying that right now. All right? Here we go, guys. Here we go. Here we go. We got some more topics to talk about as well. We got some more topics. How about that WWE Network? So you guys know, right? You guys already know. WWE did their quarterly financial uh, conference call Thursday. Now, Listen. Growing up, like, when I was younger, I said, when I started doing YouTube and shit like that, I don't give a fuck about these financial calls. I know a lot of YouTubers now, a lot of podcasters. That's the norm. To talk about the the conference call and all the money they're making and they're losing and shit like that. That's fine and dandy. Even now as I get older, I get it. I understand why they do it for Topic Talk, all the fuck you want. Right? But at the same time, it's like, who gives a shit? Seriously, who gives a shit? But the point of the matter is, though, here's why I'm bringing this up right now, because there have been talks of doing some changes to the WWE network, okay? Huge development from WWE's quarterly financial call Thursday morning was the reveal that the wrestling promotion is open to selling the rights to its pay-per-views to other streaming services. While all while overall revenue for the WWE increased in 2019, major parts of the business, including Network subscriptions, which was a 10% drop, and revenue from house shows were down significantly. Meaning, the network people just stopped. People really were on that hashtag cancel WWE network. People stopped going to the house shows. Literally, if you watch the house shows, if you've seen people that post pictures and shit, it feels like a TNA house show from 2013. Okay? This seems to have shifted WWE's outlook on... It's exclusivity monetization model. When discussing the WWE Network Chairman and CEO, Vince McMahon, explained. On WWE's fourth quarter and full year earnings conference call, the options the company may have regarding its own over-the-top streaming service. This is the quote from Vince. This is what he told the rap, apparently. Well, well I'm trying to do it in Vince's voice, okay? Well... We have a lot of options. We could continue on as we are now with a free tier and a more enhanced pay tier. Ha 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 ha. Apple Vince basically told the rap. And there's more. Right now, there's no better time to exercise the selling of our rights to call to all the majors. Rights to call, rights to all the majors who, quite frankly, all the majors are really clamoring for our content (laughs) so that could be a huge significant increase obviously in terms of revenue that's insane apparently per pw insider there's talks of WWE bringing pay-per-views to other streaming services began in january these talks began in january and people that work within the company we're not even in in the light of things. They didn't even fucking know about this shit. Even those that worked directly with the WWE, they did not have a fucking clue about this shit. So can you imagine, like, yo, you're working with the network, right? You're making your bread off the WWE network, working for the network and shit. And here's Vince, low-key, not telling any of y'all, by the way, pal, haha, we might move the pay-per-view, these major pay-per-views or stuff like that, to other places and shit. Listen, I think it's stupid quite frankly it's stupid as shit um the report also states that shutting down the wwe network is completely not part of the current strategy in fact wwe continues on working a multi-tiered version of the network but there's still no timetable for its launch we've been hearing that for years right apparently there's been these paid tier options right to apparently in one tier you get also independent show like icw evolve and wxw and stuff like that right progress etc which would be cool honestly if you want to add to that but the idea is this right yes the ww network is great it's awesome i have it right you get to watch some of the old content from back in the day the documentaries apparently they'll be launching real soon i think starting next week uh the ruthless aggression doc uh, docu series if you will which i look forward to watching i really really do right but the main reason why i think people got the network So that they avoid paying every single month $50 for a pay-per-view. That's the thing, right? So can you imagine, right? I have the WWE Network. I got all this stuff. But now you're telling me that to pay more money on a monthly base to watch. I don't fucking know. I'm just throwing a random pay-per-view out there for the fuck of it. Fastlane? I have to pay more money to see a filler pay-per-view. Well, I can just watch on the network for free. That's why people got the network. And now you're telling folks, oh, no, pal, we're going to change shit up. And, again, I hope it doesn't happen. I know a lot of you hope it doesn't happen either. I mean, there's been talks, again, WWE looking at this model like the ESPN Plus model. And I just hope it doesn't fucking happen, okay? Uh, Look what Vince has done. with. Okay, I'm reading that. I think Okada rejects the first contract. Uh, To be honest, I feel like I don't want to see Okada... Uh, I feel like Vince is going to treat him like bad. Again, you guys are kicking ad in the comments, by the way. But again, to me, it's just so fucking stupid. The idea that Vince might even think about doing that. Because that's your your fucking bread and butter. That is where, again, people join in and they get the free month trial, right? And now you're telling them that, oh, no, things are changing now. We're changing shit without you. Again, because we fucking can. Which to me makes no fucking sense. Just saying, okay? But again, guys, give me your thoughts in the comment thread below, your thoughts on this plan changing for the network. or If it does happen, of course, again, things can change and all that shit. Are you with it? Are you not with it? Let me fucking know in the comment threads below, as this is, again, around the point. Now, now that we're on topic of the network and WWE, I did catch part of SmackDown on Friday. I did. And people, again, were looking, were watching SmackDown as well and all that stuff. And the big advertisement coming out of Monday, right, was Goldberg. Bill Goldberg being on SmackDown Live, right, or SmackDown on Fox. That was the big advertisement, right? Goldberg will be on SmackDown. So I'm watching SmackDown. And Goldberg shows up on television, but he's via satellite. They put Goldberg via satellite so again you advertise goldberg to be on smackdown even though yes technically they did nothing wrong they advertised goldberg to be on tv he was on television but they never told you oh you're gonna be live in the building no he was alive via satellite from his home and they did like a whole sit down interview we've seen this before and goldberg talks about hey how he never got his rematch for, for the Universal title. And he wants to be champion again. And shit like that. So he's challenging The Fiend. For a match. A super showdown in Saudi Arabia. And sweet Saudi money 5. Oh baby. I'm going to go for the dive. I'm just saying. And there's this whole thing. Where Brace shows up on the screen. With a full Firefly Funhouse. News bulletin. And again this back and forth. Now listen. I get it. Goldberg is doing it for the payday, right? That Saudi money payday, which is fine and dandy. People are in panic because, oh, my God, the idea that Goldberg is going to beat The Fiend and shit like that. I don't think WWE is that dumb. Listen, I grew up on Goldberg. I grew up on the guy. Just like I'm pretty sure a lot of you grew up on Goldberg. But the reality is this. Can we sit here and really think for a second that Goldberg is going to go out there, right, in that Saudi desert? Right? And with the I'm pretty sure again the lights will be dark and shit. I could be wrong on that too. Right? And he gotta hit two spears and a jackhammer, and that's it. No, it's not happening. Not on the fiend that is, right? Maybe on Bray Wyatt, Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, but not on the fiend. And depending on you and depending who you talk to, a lot of people out there will tell you that they love What they're doing with The Fiend. Oh, The Fiend is great. Oh, they fucked up The Fiend already. Again, depends who you talk to. Why would you decide to ruin The Fiend by having him lose to Goldberg? It's not happening, people. You know, again, it'd be cool to see Goldberg, the entrance, right? The the whole visual of that, right? Walking through the pyro, through the smoke, getting in the ring. Once the bell rings, it all goes to shit. So I don't see Goldberg beating Bray Wyatt or beating The Fiend in Saudi Arabia. Now, speaking of Saudi Arabia, I am looking at the card right now. <laughs> There's five matches on this card, by the way. And pretty sure I'm pretty sure there will be more matches added. It's on February 27th, by the way. We have the new day of Big E and Kofi Kingston to defend their SmackDown Tag Team titles. Against The Miz and John Morrison, who had their um, dirt sheet on SmackDown this past Friday which was pretty good for what it was it was funny whatever <sighs> we have again the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg Bailey defending the, the SmackDown Women's Championship against Carmella Carmella won a Fatal 4-Way this past Friday which people were upset about it should have been Naomi it is what it is uh, but again they're doing another women's match in Saudi Arabia so there's that there's hope I guess if you will um, kind of shock if they didn't do a women's match in Saudi Arabia after they did one the last time with Lacey Evans and Natalia. And again, maybe this whole thing that maybe Naomi doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. Again, a lot of talent are rejecting the offer to go to Saudi Arabia to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. But those that are going are going to get a, a massive payday, right? It was announced also on Friday that Roman Reigns will face King Corbin in a steel cage match. Holy shit. The feud that never fucking dies, bro. The match that fucking never fucking dies. Holy shit. The feud that is that never fucking dies. Bray Wyatt and... My bad. Fucking Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. God help us all. And it was announced also Monday. Ricochet. He won that triple threat match. So Now it'll be Ricochet and Brock Lesnar going at it for the WWE Championship. And people were mad. People were upset. When I... Basically, again... Qu- again, gave my thoughts of why it's just a stupid thing and shit like that, right? And here's the thing about it do you really think that Ricochet going to go out there and beat Brock Lesnar? No, there's not. Now, again, things can happen, but let's be real about it. It's not going to fucking happen. It's not. Who the fuck are we kidding? Who the fuck are we kidding? <laughs> but there's that. Again, got there's so much to get into as well, okay? I got. bye to- right, Dragon. See you around, buddy. Thank you for tuning in for as long as you did. Appreciate it, bro. I really, really do. Um, let's see here. What else do we got on my our itinerary here? Um, so let's talk about apparently WWE announcing on Tuesday on backstage the signing of Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher to WWE. Ryan Satin announced it on backstage. Because they had them do that, right? Like the breaking news type of thing. And I think it's great. Again, it's great. It's awesome, right? There's been talk since Killer Cross left. Impact wrestling at all. He would make his way to WWE. Even though there's been reports that apparently Triple H just had meetings with Killer Cross to come to WWE, or NXT for that matter. And Killer Cross basically saying that those rumors weren't true. He said that those were false, what have you. What do you know? Here he is, now he's WWE. And Timothy Thatcher, for his matter as well. Again, I've seen him wrestle before. I was at an Evolve show a couple years ago. It was Thatcher and Gulak going at it. At the time, Thatcher was the Evolve champion, I believe. And he had a, he had a good back-and-forth match. But I've seen him here and there. Um, he was in MLW recently as well. I think he faced uh, Davey uh, Boy Smith Jr. Uh, I think he also faced uh, Tom Lawler, to my understanding. So, again, I've seen some of his stuff. Not bad. I do know, though, that Timothy Thatcher at one time... Or obviously duh for that matter, was in the original Imperium over there in Europe with himself, Walter, and Marcel Barthal. So likely if I'm to predict shit right now, okay, if I'm to do a mythical prediction, if you will, mystic Steve, if I can be for a second, I say that we see in NXT UK Tim Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher going to NXT UK and joining forces with Imperium. But at the same time, too. Why just make him another guy in that roster or in that brand? Instead, I would do is have him feud with Walter for the championship. Again, you're talking to someone who doesn't watch NXT UK on their weekly base. I don't. Okay? I don't know who's feuding with who and this and that. But I know that Walter is the current champion. And you need people to face Walter. Why not have Thatcher be that person to face Walter? And they could have a good match, good feud. We'll see. Killer Cross. Let's be real about it. That guy has star written all over him. I can just see it now at NXT. And the fact that Scarlett Bordeaux is signed also to NXT and they're dating in real life. There's just money to be made right now, in my humble opinion, with Killer Cross and NXT. Now, the question is, I know Port- TakeOver Portland's Portland's coming up, I think, next Sunday. I could be wrong on that one. Do they do this whole thing where he's sitting in the front row? That would be stupid. That would be corny as shit, in my humble opinion. Right, but this is a guy that just screams money right now. You want to know who else screams money? And I said this on my raw review this past Tuesday, and I'll say it again. Angel fucking Garza, people. Angel Garza is just screaming money right now. And I saw it happen on Monday. Right? He was it was him and Mysterio. Before that, he attacked his cousin Humberto. Garza's with Zelina, de, Zelina, Zelina Vega. I almost said Zelina de Lorenzo from MLW, but I don't know why but he's just screaming money right now. And I said it then I'll say it again. They are pushing the wrong Hispanic star right now. I'm just saying it right now. They are pushing the wrong Hispanic star. I know they want to push Humberto all the fuck you want. I say, you know what? It should be some it should be right now. If you want to push somebody for the future, it needs to be again, it needs to be Angel Garza. That guy just screams, I'm not saying movie star, but he's screaming money. He's screaming someone that could be on a Spanish soap opera, novellas, and she, telemundo, or Univision. I know that's very, very stereotypical, but again, this is Hispanic talking, okay? <sighs> that's too, again, but maybe to, just, maybe, maybe to do the thing where, hey, Andrade comes back, and they're part of a tag team, winning the tag titles, and then Andrade gets jealousy and becomes a babyface. I don't want to see that. But let's enjoy what we see right now. Do we see him on Raw again? Maybe so, but we'll see what happens. I know he was on NXT. I know he was on 205 this past Friday by himself, but let's see what happens. I think he was also on NXT. I could be wrong on that too. But again, them bringing in Killer Cross and Thatcher, I'm all in on that. I'm all fucking in. I did watch part of Dynamite on Wednesday. I did watch the Final segment of the show, Cody taking 10 lashes from MJF. MJF, right? The 10 lashes. Honestly, and I'm going to say it now. What's up, girl strong? How you doing? What is up, uh, Pepto Slurpee? How are you as well? Should have been Bobby. I agree. <laughs> Let's talk about the 10 lashes, right? In my opinion, AEW's best segment in 18 years. Granted, there have been a good segment, too, with the whole... Their take on the festival of friendship with Jericho and in the Inner Circle, right? I thought that was great too. All the fuck you want. Cody promo before Full Gear, right when he faced Jericho. But that ten lashes was probably the best thing they've done on television. Even though they won the ratings war this past year. Like we have a new subscriber. Gross dog, thank you, buddy. Thank you for donating a dollar. Thank you, man. What's up, heel, Steven? stopping by to show some love thank you gorilla strong for showing some love and the nation as well again guys if you want to show some love to the show head over to stream Labs. everything is enabled there show some love and have your message right on the air about that beautiful voice thank you again gorilla strong you are fucking awesome where was i there holy crap with this whole thing with the, with the whipping with the lashes right then again in order for Cody to face mjf Number one, he can't touch him. Number two, I think he got to take ten lashes, right? And then the last one, I think, it's gonna happen this week. He has to face Wardlow inside of Steel Cage. This is Wardlow's first match, by the way. Keep that in mind too. It's his first match. <sighs> so it happens, right? He gets in the ring. He takes off. He takes off the shirt. MJF wants Cody to take off his belt because he wants to use his belt, right? And it happens one, then two, then three. Cody gets on his knees. He starts getting buckled and shit. And as it's happening, right, you see Cody tearing up, getting emotional, right? Like he wants to put his hands on MJF, but he can't do it. He can't even do it. And moments you see, again, during the fifth whip, right, you see Dustin Rhodes come out wanting to take the whips for his brother because, again, Cody's going through pain and shit, right? And they're prolonging this. And again, just the emotional story. You have the Bucks come out. You have the entire locker room almost come out in a way. So you had the Blade, the Butcher, the Bunny at, at, at in the entrance area too. Watching this shit go down. Also parts members of the Inner Circle watching, watching this as well too. And again, Energy Drift is giving Cody these lashes like it's nothing, right? And at the end, what I thought was cool, but at the same time, it's like, okay, does this mean it's the end of the um, Nightmare Collection? Brandy Rhodes in her, as again, as the wife of Cody, trying to, again, encourage Cody to keep strong and shit like that, right? All 10 lashes. I thought it was great. It was awesome. My only critique, if I can, just, and I know Chase, Chase Oliver said this too on Twitter, and I kind of agree with him as well. They didn't go the whole Dragon Ball Z route with this shit. But there's that. If I had to choose between this or Sandman and Tommy Dreamer from ECW many years ago, I probably would say Tommy Dreamer and Sandman from years ago. That's just me. But we get out the original. Ten lashes or ten kendo sticks to the back, if you will. And then it was all said and done. Again, everyone's just cheering on Cody. They're applauding him, right? encouraging him, they get him back on his feet, MJF gets in, does a quick low blow and leaves, hauls ass and shit, and again, I look forward to the match, I kind of know where it's going to go, sadly, in a way, um, um, at the same time, if it was me, I would have MJF actually win the match, that's just me, honestly, because right now he's hot, and why kill him now? Why are we going to kill him right now? It makes no fucking sense, people. It makes no fucking sense. Reading the comments, by the way, guys. Gorilla Strong, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a lot better now since the Nightmare Collection. I said American. I don't know why. But the Nightmare Collection is done. Ha ha. I hope so, too. I really, really do. I did watch part of NWA, too. Power, that is. They did change the theme song, which is I don't know why I was I was enjoying the original theme song "Into the Fire." Da 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 da. Into the fire. I know I can't sing for shit unless I'm drunk. That is right. Game fuel for the working man. Just saying. But I did enjoy Eddie Kingston's promo. I did enjoy it. Um, there was an interview. It was an interview. It was, I think, Dave Marquez with Pope and the the Dawkins, the Dawkins right? Um, I hope I'm saying that, right? The Dawkins, right? The brothers, right? And Eddie Kingston comes out mad because, again, just the disrespect that you get, right? For, for, for They gave homicide. And you could just feel that promo, just the energy, the aura behind Eddie Kingston, just, again, how what homicide means to him. Right? How homicide built New York City. How every champion from other promotions, right? Homicide made them stars, if you will, right? And you can make that argument that is true in a way, right? When all those said champions were on the Independence. And how homicide helped Eddie Kingston to not commit suicide years ago. And again, it just felt real to me. It felt real. Emotion, real fucking emotion. I'll put this up there as candidate, probably as promo of the year for 2020, in my opinion. And I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it again. Eddie Kingston is the Spanish uncle that I I never had growing up as a kid. An uncle that will keep you in check, straighten you out when you do stupid shit growing up as a child. And believe me, when I was young, I did a lot of stupid shit. I'm about to be 30 in a couple of months. Back in my teens... I did a lot of stupid shit. Some shit that I'm not proud of. And again, Eddie Kingston is that uncle that just kept would have kept me in check, if you will. But again, I enjoyed it. It was awesome. It was fucking amazing. I know also AEW, Santana did a promo too, which was kind of similar. Felt real, felt emotional. Uh, so there was that too as well. Um... Oh my God, I'm about to wrap this up in a little bit. Let's talk about, again, I don't know I don't know if all of you watched it or not, but last night was UFC 247 from Houston, Texas. The main event was Jon Jones defending the UFC Light Heavyweight Championship against Dominic Reyes. Now, with this fight, Jon Jones now holds the record for most UFC title defenses at 14, surpassing George St. Pierre, Anderson Silva, you name it. And here's the thing about it, right? There's a lot of controversy coming out of this fight. Because I watched the fight, right? Like everyone else. I thought the fight was a good fight. I thought Dominic Reyes went out there and fought his heart out, right? He's him along with, Gustafs- along with Gustafson that gave John Jones the fight of his life, right? And then we go to the scorecards. And again, to me, if I'm scoring this shit, right, I had it honestly three rounds, three rounds to Dominic Reyes, two rounds to John Jones. The first three rounds I'll give it Dominic Reyes, the last two rounds to John Jones. And Dominic Reyes, in the beginning of the fight, he was throwing his punches. He was literally just giving it to John Jones, like literally letting him have it, right? There's moments where he thought, holy shit, he might knock John Jones out. John Jones got dropped in the first round. People say it was a slip, a punch to the body. But again, just again, didn't get to the third round, almost around there. In the third round, Dominic Gray starting getting tired. Again, he's never really fought a five round fight. This is the first time that he's fighting a five round fight going into those rounds. Because all his fights has been just winning him winning by the first round knockout, drop in, in by submission, right? Some names here and there, but again, this is the biggest fight of his life. And then John Jones in rounds four and five. Switch things up. John Jones fashion, right? And then we go to the judges' scorecard. And this is where really things became an issue, right? Judges scored the contest. And I'm looking at this right now. You guys can see it also on the screen, okay? Judges scored it, 48-47. 48-47. And for whatever reason, Judge Joe Solis... Score of the contest 49-46. I'm what the fuck was he watching? But this guy gave John Jones four rounds to one. Again, I have no idea what the fuck they were watching. But this judge was watching. But in favor of John Jones. In favor of John Jones. Again, it's a 10-9 scoring system. In case you guys are wondering how this works. Um and all that stuff, right? But that was it. And John Jones retained his UFC Light Heavyweight title. Here's my thing about it, okay? Let's take, to me, honestly, listen, was there controversy? Yes. To me, Dominic Reyes should have won the fight, okay? I'll say that right now. If you look at this from a regular fight, take away the rules, right? A regular fight, no gloves, a, a typical fight after school. Right in the parking lot in the back alley, Dominic Reyes won the fight. But if you're looking at this with rules and the judges, and again, a lot of these judges are very slimy. A lot of these judges come from that boxing mentality, right? They come from that boxing background, not familiar with MMA, right? Mixed martial arts and shit like that. And the issue is at the same time, and how many times do we hear this shit? Don't leave a fight to the judges, because this shit can happen. And the sad part about it, this is not the first time, nor will it be the last time this happens. But at the same time, Dominic Reyes went out there, fought five rounds, got tired, but he fought his ass off against John Jones. Poured his heart, his soul, and John Jones. Listen, John Jones. Say what you want about him; he's the goat, the greatest of all time. Yes, yeah, scandal, this and that, but that guy is arguably the GO. And I'm blessed that I was I, I grew up during the Anderson Silva era. That I'm blessed that I'm growing up during the John. Jo- I was there when John Jones won the UFC the heavyweight title in 2011 from Mauricio Shogunhua at the Prudential Center. I was there that night, and I felt how magical that shit was. I was in a in a venue filled with Brazilians. Brazilian flags all over the place because they thought Shogun was gonna beat John Jones at 23 years old, right? A 23 year old John Jones, right? And John Jones goes out there in the first round, drops a flying knee, and Shogun was just out of it. He was lost, right? I know people say in their eyes, "Oh my God, Conor McGregor is the greatest," right? Pound for pound and stuff like that, right? Again, it depends who you talk to. It's very, it's very subjective, right? People will say, "Oh, the, you know." conor mcgregor this and that to me honestly it's john jones yes conor is the most paid fighter in the history of the sport absolutely right brings in the eyeballs all the fuck you want the revenue you name it when we look at fighter with the name value in his resume that's john jones fought the best of the best right When people thought he would have lost, right? He fought Shogun. He fought Rampage Jackson, Leota Machida, Rashad Evans, Vitor Belfort. um, The list goes on, right? Glover Teixeira, uh, Daniel Cormier twice, uh, Anthony Smith, uh, the Santos, the last fight he had. Here, he fought Dominic Reyes. The list goes on. But again, he's fought the best of the best. Alexander Gustafson twice as well. And he's beating them all technically when you think about it john jones is an undefeated fighter he got disqualified in the fight that he lo- he was winning right so how can you hate on that at the same time people will say oh john jones fought a smart fight he let this guy get tired out and then he did his thing now we'll see what happens what's next what's next for dominic reyes hopefully honestly he gets a rematch down the road but i do think during a rematch john jones will have him figured out and john jones will win. But that is basically around the point, guys. I'm going to thank all of you for tuning in today. If you are new to the channel, again, hit that subscribe button down below. Give the video a big old thumbs up. Share this video throughout your entire social media. Again, this is available, obviously, here on YouTube.com, here on my YouTube channel. Also available on all podcasting platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and as well, we are available around the point over at okfabe.com. Ran by, the, your, by yours truly, Connor a.k.a. Okay, Fabe, the host of the OKFabe okay, Random Wrestling Podcast, which you can catch literally in 30 minutes from now over at Fight TV. Hit over there, show the show some love, and also this podcast when it's available over on OKFabe.com as well. So again, I'm everywhere, guys. I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page as well. All that links in the description. I'm trying to get to 2,000 subscribers. Once I do that, I'm doing a giveaway of some sort. I am dropping a cooking video. I am dropping a cooking video Valentine's Day. I'm making something special, something amazing that if you're watching from home, you're going to make it to. I guarantee you, if you have a girlfriend, I'm telling you right now, the panties dropping that night. Ladies, if you have a boyfriend that, if you have a boyfriend, you make him an, a, 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 the meal that I'm making, basically, I'm telling you right now. You go have him doing whatever the, You're gonna have him, you're gonna have him doing whatever the fuck you want him to do, just like that, ladies, as well. Alright? So I'm gonna have all of y'all covered basically. Alright, thank you for watching, thank you for listening. As always, hate, comment, and subscribe. I am that motherfucker named Steve. I got the game fuel here on lock. Please, game fuel. Please. I'm I'm serious here, people. Seriously. Sponsor me. Please. Just just fucking sponsor me, okay? It's for real, for real. Just just sponsor this motherfucker. Alright? You guys are awesome as always. And as again, I'll see you guys next time here on Around the Point.